Welcome back to the Champion Forum Podcast. I am your host, Lem Woodson, and I am excited to be a part of your pursuit to leadership excellence. Before we jump into today's content, I wanted to take care of a few housekeeping items. First, for all of you listening in India, we want to give a big thank you. The Champion Forum Podcast is now ranked number 52 of all time in podcast in India. We're beyond grateful that you're making us a part of your leadership journey. And as our way of saying thanks, we want to offer one of you a three-month free subscription to the Leadership Development Group. If you're from India and are interested in being in the drawing, make a post on your social media and tag Jeff in your post with the hashtag India. We will draw the winner at noon Eastern time on December 10th. Also, we are now taking registrations for our online leadership groups for the start of our January groups. These groups will allow you to tap into the experience and skills of both a proven facilitator as well as other group members. Most importantly, you will start making real progress in not only your business, but also your leadership influence. The groups meet online two times a month and will answer your questions while covering a variety of leadership topics. To register, go to thechampionforum.com forward slash groups. This is the Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. Today on the Champion Forum Podcast, we bring you Hanch's How-Tos 4.0. So, if you're listening to the show for the first time, Hanch's How-Tos is a collection of nuggets that Jeff pulls from his recent discussions, coaching calls, and consulting meetings that he feels represent highlights from the recent past. Hanch, welcome back to the studio. Always good to be back with you, Lem. Did I just hear... We are ranked 52 all-time podcasts in the country of India. 52 all-time in India. That's a big deal. Man, I'll tell you what. Obviously, I'm a competitive person. I love to win. But you know what's so exciting about winning in the podcast world? Winning in the podcast world, especially with what we're talking about, Mm -hmm. means that people are capturing more influence as leaders. Absolutely. And that our content is out there. It's being heard. Yep. And people are executing. And to get those kind of rankings is because people are sharing. Yeah. And people yeah. share because they see value. So, exactly. man, I am uh, really excited about some of those statistics and what is happening. Shout out to everybody in India. Shout out to Champion Nation. Yeah. Uh, really appreciate you making us a part of your journey. Yeah. So, hey, let's jump right into it. What do you have for the first Hanches How-To this time? Well, it's been a little while since we've done a Hanches How-To. And, uh, man, there's been a lot happened since our last uh, show. Yeah. And uh, a lot of leadership discussions. Uh, of course, I have them day in and day out through coaching, through online groups, through consulting and, and everything. So I've taken four over the last several weeks, as, uh, as a, if, you, if you've heard the show before and you've listened to a, a Hanch's How To, I make big stars and highlight things uh, along the way that I think would be good for nuggets. And the first one that I have uh, for us today it's not the load that breaks you down. It's the way that you carry it. Like it already. Think about that, right? Like, 
it's rarely the load, the stress, the adversity, the change, whatever it might be that breaks somebody down. Mm -hmm. It's how they carry that load. It's how they perceive that stress, that adversity, whatever it might be. Yeah. And we have to understand the road to leadership greatness, it's going to have some potholes on it. Um, there's going to be resistance along the way. Uh, Lem, you and I live here in southwestern Pennsylvania, uh, right in the Pittsburgh area. And I can assure you, we can tell you all about potholes. Oh, yeah. Potholes can be annoying, uh, just like the resistance to our pursuit to leadership excellence. And a great way to overcome a pothole in the road that I've learned is to swerve around it. Yeah. But guess what? There's another way, too. Get a vehicle that wouldn't be bothered by the pothole. Best way. Right on? <laughs> like, get a get better suspension. Yep. You know, there's a difference between, you know, maybe driving uh, an inferior car and a superior car. Yes. Suspension, uh, what, whatever it might be. An SUV is going to go over a pothole a lot better than a sedan. Very true. And so, you know, what, when I was thinking about this, I have uh, a client who's in the contracting business. Uh, they do a lot of home construction, a lot of home repair, things like this. And right now, it's a very competitive labor market. Uh, people are paying a premium for labor in the contracting business. And she's telling me as a startup business that uh, she can't afford to pay the rates that are out there, but yet the work needs to be done. Mm -hmm. And so here's here, here it is. Here's a pothole. Here's a, a pothole in her leadership journey, in her business journey. And so I told her, I said, you know, what you don't have to do is compete on labor, but you have to compete on uniqueness. There's right. got to be something different. The adversity is not going to change. The pothole is not going to change. You either have to get around the pothole yeah. or you got to get a vehicle that can withstand the pothole. So here's what I told her. I said, uh, why don't you create something that would be interesting to somebody outside of just the money, outside of an hourly wage, like time? Mm -hmm. Can you give somebody more time? And so what I created and showed her was, let's give people a four-day work week, work 10-hour shifts, and they have a three-day weekend every single week. She loved the idea. Mm -hmm. We promote it on social media. We start marketing it. Like we it. start getting resumes coming through left and right. Why? Because it's different. Nobody else is doing that right. in the marketplace. Right. So instead of paying X dollars per hour and you know, as a startup company, she can't compete there. But here's something different. Mm -hmm. Here's a way that we can compete. Here's a pothole. Many times, leaders spend energy focusing on the resistance rather than how to overcome it. You can either keep talking about the problem or you can start talking about the solution. Either option that you choose, it's going to require energy. Oh, yeah. The first option will cause others to label you as a complainer, a Debbie Downer, and it's going to keep you from leadership greatness. The other option will make you an overcomer. And last I checked, that's the kind of leader that people want to follow is the overcomer. Leaders, leaders need to be people that create solutions. Leaders need to be people that find a way. They create opportunity. Your potential and impact as an elite leader is going to demand it. You can't complain about potholes all the time. Mm -hmm. You have to find solutions. Get around the pothole or get a better vehicle. But don't complain about the pothole. Right. Find the solution to the pothole. That's what we got to do. I like that. I'm going to go buy me an F-150 tonight. There you go. You got you to gotta bring it. Go right over the potholes. man, they look at potholes like... Is yeah. that all you got? Shrug it right on Yeah. Off, I know? mean, they're looking for sinkholes. If it's point. not a sinkhole, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like it. I like it. What's number two? Number two, to build a strong team, you have to see someone else's strength as a compliment to your weakness and not a threat 
to your authority. Absolutely. This is big, especially for those uh, alpha leaders out there. Uh, let me take a minute and address you. You can't see somebody else's strength uh, as a threat. It, you have to see it as a compliment to your weakness, mm-hmm. not a threat to your authority. And so many times, especially the alpha leader or uh, the leader that's the hard charger or the leader that craves attention more than respect, this can get in the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the leader that they're, they're, they're not really concerned about progress. They're concerned about how they look. And we have got to avoid this. We have to understand as leaders that differences make teams stronger. Yeah. And this is an absolute fact. So here's my question to the leader. How do you respond when someone on your team shows that they have a strength in an area where you have a weakness? How do you respond to that leader? Do you embrace it? Do you welcome it? Or do you feel insecure? Do you feel threatened? If you feel threatened and insecure, you really need to look it in the mirror. Because what you're telling yourself at this moment is, is that you care more about how you look than the mission that the team is on. Different personalities come with different strengths and different weaknesses. When you choose as a leader to create a diverse team, what you're doing is you're creating a team that is ready to support each other's weaknesses, including your own as a leader. I recently, uh, you might have seen it, Lem, I posted a story recently. Actually, you probably know who this is, being from Philly. Oh, yeah. I I, I posted a story about uh, the legendary 76er, uh, Daryl Dawkins. Yep. And this guy, if you don't know, in 1979, Daryl Dawkins broke his first of many backboards in a game against the Kansas City Kings. Now, prior to Daryl breaking this backboard, I'm talking shattered this thing. Oh, yeah. This this wasn't happening. This wasn't normal. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You know, after the game, though, shockingly, like today, we think of a broken backboard like you are a baller. Oh, yeah. We're bowing down. Mm -hmm. Like, you are the man. Instant street cred. Exactly. That's not what happened to Daryl, though. (laughs) After the game, he was actually ridiculed about this massive, powerful dunk that broke the backboard. Many people said that it was dangerous and that he was ruthless. Uh, Many said that this type of behavior, it wasn't safe for the game of basketball and it needed to be stopped. And the pressure grew so much about this backboard-breaking dunk that the NBA commissioner himself stepped in and took action. Larry O'Brien was his name at the time, and he made a very stern promise to Daryl. He told Daryl that he was going to fine him $5,000 and suspend him if this ever happened again. Well, guess what? A few weeks later, Dawkins did it again because he was on home court. <laughs> now he knew he could do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in interviews, Daryl would tell people, like, he was the only one able to do it at the time. And so he felt like this superhuman strength. Yeah. And and the reaction that came from the crowd. Oh, yeah. It was, like, electrifying. Yep. And he's on home court. So guess what? I'm breaking his back. <laughs> he, he is on a mission. <laughs> and what happened, though, was... It forced the league to install shatterproof backboards with what we know now as the breakaway rims mm-hmm. in every arena in the league. So the moral of the story of Daryl Dawkins to you as a leader, here's the thing. Backboard breaking dunks are worth two points the same way as a layup is. Yep. However, the impact is much different. Do you as a leader have a Daryl Dawkins on your team? Are you promoting their skill, although it may be different from what the norms are? 
Do you find yourself holding people back or do you embrace what they're capable of? The answer isn't to stop these people. Sometimes it's that you have to install breakaway rims and let them fly. I like that. You know, we have to embrace our teams and we have to think beyond the norms and not feel threatened as a leader by these different skills that our team is bringing to Mm -hmm. the table. And when you do this, you often find that the players on your team, they're going to support the areas that you may be weak in. And it's going to put you as a leader in a better position to win. It can be difficult sometimes for leaders to accept this kind of support from people that report to them. And sometimes we can get the wrong idea that leaders, uh, you know, we, we know we're bulletproof. We don't have weaknesses and we shouldn't need help. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs help. And you're only as good as the team that's under you. But what we should be thinking is that great leaders in their essence they humbly allow people on their team to support the areas that they're weak in. Yeah. Remember, you who you are as a leader, it's not defined. It doesn't have to be defined by your weakness, but by the influence that you hold. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I would tell you so many times, Lem, that in my vulnerability, I've had people rally to the things I suck at. Mm-hmm. And I've seen this. Uh, we just did a recording with uh, Abigail, mm-hmm. who does my copywriting. That came as a result of me being vulnerable and catching a lot of errors and her right. bringing them to my attention. Right. We can't let this be uh, you know, a weakness of ours. Mm-hmm. We have to embrace our weaknesses and find great people to support them. Yeah. Don't see these people as a threat. See them as a compliment to your team. I like that. I like that. And I feel like it helps a lot more even with just overall trust within the team, You know, knowing that Team members knowing that my leader, even though I'm better than them at a certain thing, trust me enough to let me fly with it. And they, they, they celebrate what I'm good at, which will in turn, with the right team, make them only want to help you more. Absolutely. You know? We talked about this, actually, you and I, in a meeting, uh, a group meeting that we were in this week about asking your team members, what are they good at that mm-hmm. you would never know? Exactly. And uh, we told the example, shout out to DJ Gabriel if yeah. he's listening. Yeah. I told the example of, uh, you know, I was doing uh, these reviews mm-hmm. and I would ask people all the time, what skill do you have that I wouldn't know? Mm-hmm. And uh, Gabe told me, I'm pretty good at, at rapping. Nice. And I'm like, seriously? He's like, yeah. I'm thinking, okay, like, you know, backyard rapper. Yeah. You know, this guy's legit. Yeah. He yeah. creates a rap that, you know, was business related and mm-hmm. it engaged our entire team. There you now go. that's one example, um, which is a non threatening one, but the, the the essence of the messaging is find out what people are good at. Right. Because it very well may complement your weaknesses. Yeah. I stink at writing. I'm not good at that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not good with technology. Mm-hmm. I'm not good with all, you know, our whole studio here and the setups. And I can't tell you how many times I've asked Lem. I mean, literally, I don't even know what to ask. I just tell him that this isn't working or that. And he knows. Mm-hmm. I mean, he runs in those strengths. Yeah. Would I like to know those things? Yes. Am I trying to get better at them? Yes. Uh, but you got to get people around you and not see them as a threat to your position. Right. Frankly, the most humble leaders, they're trying to get people around them that are better. Exactly. If you're a parent, yeah. isn't that your goal? Yeah. Your goal is to help your kids become have a higher ceiling than you ever had. Exactly. As leaders, the reason we don't do that is because we feel like it threatens our position. Right. That's no way to lead. No, no. And nobody likes an insecure no. leader. Let's just be honest. Let's go to number three. 
Number three is this. Good leaders prepare and great leaders adjust. I like it. <clears throat> I think I think it goes without saying that if you're in business, if you're in leadership, you need to prepare. You need to think about the road ahead. You need to think about what might be coming. But great leaders adjust. And if you think about it, uh, especially the year that we've had mm-hmm. in 2020, uh, and again, I have several clients across different industries. I can tell you the the businesses and the leaders that are thriving mm-hmm. are the ones that are nimble, the ones that have been able to adjust. Every listener, the, every leader that's listening today mm-hmm. can attest to this, given what we've been through these last nine months mm-hmm. and the amount of adjustments that have had to take place. Yeah. And th- the leaders of these organizations that I'm watching that are thriving through this adversity and this change, they're the ones that are fast to adjust. Yeah. They're nimble. Uh, they're not, you know, married to this is how we've always done it. They're flexible. And these are the ones, the, the leaders in the organizations that are in a much better position to win. But here's the deal. Preparation, it requires effort. Mm-hmm. You, you, there's no doubt that you have to put forth effort uh, to prepare. Adjusting your plan when change occurs, that's a skill. Yeah. Now, preparing takes effort. Adjusting takes skill. Right. And I believe that every good leader or coach spends time drawing up a game plan for success. Mm -hmm. If you're not, you're not serious about winning. But I think by and large, we can say that the majority of leaders do that. Mm Mm-hmm. But great leaders are the ones that have the ability to adapt and adjust to an ever-changing climate. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, the greatest companies and the greatest organizations and the greatest leaders, they're not ones that even wait on change. They're the ones that are trying to make change happen. They're innovating. They want to know what's the next thing. What can we do different? They're disrupting constantly in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. To do this well... You need a knowledge and understanding of best practices. And when I think of these kind of examples, a great example of this is what Jeff Bezos did uh, with Amazon and has done and continues to do with Amazon. Ever since Amazon went online uh, in 95, this e-commerce juggernaut has undergone significant change. Mm -hmm. You know, we all see those pictures of Bezos, you know, at his home living room with all these books stacked around him and, you know, all this stuff. And it makes for a cool story. But when they first launched, it's important to understand their only offering was books. Then they graduated to CDs and DVDs. Today, they distribute more than 200 million products all across the globe. Yeah. And there's even talk of them doing delivery by drone. Man. You talk about innovation. You yep. talk about change. Yep. You talk about uh, being able to adjust. You know, without a progressive mindset and the flexibility to change, it's likely that Amazon would be a thing of the past already. Yeah. But now they've become accustomed to change so much so that they look for it, mm-hmm. they seek it out, yep. and they have systems in place to adjust. What are you doing to prepare for the unknown? Yeah, I like That's that. what we have to be asking ourselves as leaders of organizations. What are you doing to become a leader of anticipation? What's going to happen next? What are you anticipating could happen? Whether it's an opportunity, whether it's a threat. Speaking of, when's the last time that you've done a SWOT analysis with your team? Mm-hmm. Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. What are they uh, internally? It could be by way of succession planning, or what is it externally by way of 
a competitive threat mm. or an economic climate or a pandemic right. or a shutdown or fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. All of these things are in play. Yeah. When's the last time that you blocked off the calendar to brainstorm what might be coming with your team and create contingency plans? If you haven't already, uh, a great resource. Be sure to take part. We did a two-series uh, podcast, uh, a two-part podcast series on how to lead through change. Uh, you will be glad that you listen to that, especially now. Yeah. Just when you think things are wrapping up in 2020, mm-hmm. man, at the time of this recording, it's getting crazy again. Yeah. Yeah. Economically, politically, yep. virus. I mean, name it. It's getting crazy again. We got to be prepared to push through change. I like it. I, I remember somebody telling me, you know, one of the, the number one word that you'll find in your successful leadership is adapt. Yeah. Adapt. Adapt, 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 because we can't stay we can't stay stuck in our ways or we'll get left behind. That's you right. Know, the world is changing. Business is changing. People are changing. We have to keep up. Yeah. It's either keep up, sink or swim, one or the other. And I'll tell you this, what brought this point up, you know, and I remember looking looking at my notes, you know, when you're talking about great leaders prepare uh, or good leaders prepare, great leaders adjust is Many of my clients right now are in heavy growth mode. Mm -hmm. And as crazy as that sounds, like, don't believe the hype. There's a lot of companies still growing. Mm -hmm. And uh, now there's a draw on labor, meaning you're paying more for labor right now than you have in some time. Right. And look, I see the unemployment numbers. I get it. But that does not apply to every industry. Believe me when I tell you this. Um, But what we're seeing now, I'm sitting with this client and they're telling me, uh, they need a leader in Denver. Mm-hmm. They need, uh, I think it was 16 or 17 sales reps that they need to hire. Mm-hmm. And this is not a large company. And so this is a significant amount of change. Mm-hmm. And so I'm asking them, you know, what's caused this need for growth? Mm-hmm. And do you have onboarding processes in place? Do you have things ready for the first 90 days? Yeah. Are you anticipating turnover? Do you have the leadership to lead 17 people? Mm-hmm. You know, we're going through all this because it's one thing to prepare, which right. they did well. But now we have all this interference coming and all of these thought-provoking questions. What are you doing to adjust yeah. when you, you're going 150 miles an hour? Yeah. Because the mission doesn't change. No. We got we to stay on it, and we got to be nimble, mm-hmm. and we got to adjust. You know, the best time to adjust isn't always when it happens. Now, you need to, but if you're anticipating you're less rattled by it, mm-hmm. and you're almost welcoming the change. Exactly. Exactly. I love it, man. What's number four? Number four and the last one. Uh, the aim of a tough discussion is not victory, but progress. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Man, does this come up a lot. I feel like it's a common theme on our show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, another client discussion. This uh, We had an issue with an employee. It ended in termination. In my opinion, it didn't need to end in termination. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was something really, in my opinion, that was a small thing. Yeah. But we had a leader that really was flexing. Mm -hmm. They were flexing. And that's not, that's not good. No. We, we, sometimes we let our emotions get the best of us Mm -hmm. in these tough discussions. Yeah. And we go into these discussions knowing we're the boss, knowing we're the leader, knowing that we can flex and we're so we're so much more concerned about the victory than we are about progress. It doesn't make sense to win a battle and lose the war. Oh no. It just doesn't make sense. No. 
When you need to have a tough discussion, check your emotions at the door. Mm -hmm. Nothing good comes from emotions. We have to go into every situation as a leader unrattled. Mm -hmm. uh, I've said it many times on the show. Nobody ever said uh, of a great leader they were rattled easily. Right. We need people that are confident and composed. So remember, the goal of a leader should always be to make progress. However, we can often allow our emotions to get in the way of the ultimate goal. We often go into a discussion to uh, prove a point or to prove somebody wrong. That's not helping anybody. Matter of fact, I would tell you, and this might be hard for you to hear, it's very immature. Yeah. It's very immature. Oh, yeah. As gratifying as it can be sometimes to be right, it will hold back progress and it will destroy respect. Yes. Before you go into a tough discussion, be sure that you're emotionally stable. Mm -hmm. Great leaders do not seek to be right. They seek what's right. Mm -hmm. There's a difference. This is not about you. You know, what you're building is not about you. This right. team is not about you. When you chose to lead, you chose to make a difference in people. Yeah. You chose to make progress in an organization. Leave your ego at the door. This is not about you being right. This is right. about trying to do what's right. Exactly. And if you, it doesn't mean firing somebody all the time. It means finding resolution. Mm -hmm. How can we avoid conflict? How can we improve upon uh, a blunder or a misstep? Right. As leaders, really, that's what we're trying to do. Now, look, if you need to fire somebody, fire somebody. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a time and a place to do that. Yeah. But not for the sake of your ego. Exactly. So that's what I would tell you. Those are the Hanches how-tos over the last few weeks. I like that. I like that. Well, folks, there you have it. Four key points from Hanches how-tos. One, it's not the load that breaks you down. It's the way you carry it. Number two, to build a strong team, you have to see someone else's strength as a complement to your weakness and not a threat to your authority. Number three, good leaders prepare and great leaders adjust. And number four, the aim of a tough discussion is not victory, but progress. Be sure to share this episode with a leader in your life that could benefit from it. We truly value your support as we continue to get the message from the Champion Forum podcast to more people. And you could help us do this by ensuring that you subscribe, rate, and review the show from the platform that you stream the content. We truly value all of you making us a part of your leadership journey. And until the next time, remember that you have been set up to be a champion in this life. The Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead. Inspire. Win.